your midweek. Oh, gotta get your midweek. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get your midweek. Oh, get your midweek. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get your midweek. Oh, gotta get your midweek. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get your midweek. Oh, Welcome back to Midweek with LFCD. Once again, my name is Gray, and we have officially reached the month of April. For those who couldn't join us last week, we got Michael's mom, Kathy, on the phone and asked her about what Michael was like as a kid. And today we give Michael himself a chance to respond and clarify, a chance to put an end to the rumors and the hubbub. We sat down after the live stream this past Sunday, and we will go ahead and begin today's podcast by taking you straight to that conversation. All right, Michael, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. In a nutshell, how, how are things going for you? How are things in the Flake household? We're doing all right. We uh, have a three-year-old who's very extroverted and does not understand why she doesn't get to see everybody. <laughs> she routinely asks to see her teachers, Miss Hart and Miss Hampton, Aww. and um, wants to play with them. Um, Cora is turning a year the day after Easter, so we're about to have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Wow. Like most folks, we're just trying to hang in there. The tabloids have been abuzz with your mom's interview from last week. Have you guys talked since, uh, since then? And if so, how did that go? Yes, only through attorneys, yes. <laughs> uh, no, we, she, she did excellently. Yeah, I th- nothing, nothing there that I'm, I'm not very good at brand management, I suppose. <laughs> and so I thought it was all... It was all fine. The one thing um, we we do have just a small bit of a, a legal spat over, though, is that she kept talking about Taco Bell in it, and she's supposed to be talking about Kindred instead of Taco mm, yes, Bell. Yes, yes, you're right. Um, <laughs> so as as I'm very thankful for all the Taco Bell gift cards, but I'm also trying to get some Kindred gift cards yes. now too. So yes. And as an aside, I received a shirt this week from someone uh, that. Uh, it was a Taco Bell shirt, but with the word Kindred taped over Taco Bell. <laughs> so maybe that was a peace offering from my mom. I don't know. Well, maybe we'll see it on the live It was not her handwriting. <laughs> well, uh, for those who didn't listen last week, I have a couple of follow-up questions about some of the things your mom said. Uh, she mentioned your childhood hero was Bob Barker, Price is Right, and Happy Gilmore fame. What was it about Bob that was so attractive to you. What what drew you into Bob Barker? Well, I should point out that I was a child, and this was before things were known that maybe working with and for Bob was a little less than savory. <laughs> so, so uh, certainly not an endorsement in any way of, of Mr. Barker. Just as a little kid, you know, there was a fun hour-long show mm-hmm. where there was a lot of lights and people got to guess prices and give him stuff. Get yeah, win stuff and spin a wheel. And he did have a, I really did appreciate his microphone because it had, it was not cordless. It had a long cord and he would always be trying to get the cord out of the way. I think I really liked the guy who said, come on down, Rod Roddy. But, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, but he, he was hidden away in a booth. And so I think I, fa- maybe not famously, I told my two-year-old preschool teachers to come on down. <laughs> 
What was your favorite part of Price is Right? Was it the showcase showdown or the the individual games? Mo- the individual games, mostly no. when they're trying to win a car. Yeah, there's something about brand new car. A brand new car, and I actually have a friend had a friend at Davidson who was on Price is Right during her time at Davidson and won a brand new no car. No way. Yeah, so you talk about my life being complete. What kind of car was it? I don't remember. Base model Kia. Or <laughs> I'm something. sure a base model. Kia. <laughs> All right, aka well, Pastor Mobile. So speaking of other game shows, who uh, who else will be on your Mount Rushmore of game show hosts? We know Bob Barker's front and center there. He's your Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> who else would be would be on there? That's a great question. Or is it more of a statue of David of Bob Barker? And there's no, just no, one. no, no, no. Um, there, there. I also like as a kid. I like to watch like twenty five thousand dollar pyramid with mm-hmm. Dick Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's make a deal with Monty Hall. Mm-hmm. But the more I would go back, like as an adult, and gone back and watch that show, there's it's just it's literal guessing. <laughs> I don't maybe not Monty. I, so maybe we'd put Dick Clark on there. Um, as a modern addition, I'd probably add uh, Steve Harvey. I mm-hmm. think his hosting a Family Feud. The questions get l- very lewd now, but uh, uh, but his hosting is actually pretty good yeah and then uh, is it, i would you have to pick pat sajak vanna white or alex trebek is like a classic it's true but I, I hesitate to call jeopardy a game show because yeah. there's no spinning a wheel or anything it's mostly like quiz bowl on tv that's true yeah so, so somewhere in there somewhere in there pick some of those people and put them yeah. carve their heads into a mountain in south dakota same skill set though for, uh, <laughs> yeah i guess so lastly the birkenstocks so when, when did this begin? How did it begin? And then when did it end and why? So get, t- walk us through the narrative of the Birkenstock era. I don't know. And it was those slip-on Birkenstocks, you know, not uh-huh. the sandals, the right. like, like the cave your foot would go in. Right. Easily would work with socks. Yes. And I, mom says I wore socks. I don't remember wearing socks. Okay. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I, uh, you know, uh, uh, lost to history, but... I'm sure it started in Miller High School, so like most things in Miller High School, it's because I saw somebody else. Do it. <laughs> I just liked them. Uh, they went with a lot of things. I actually still own a pair, so the 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 phase is not over. But yeah. at some point, I started. Uh, I have scoliosis, and so having good supportive shoes with insoles became really important. That's actually why I wear tennis shoes most of the time. It's not just you know trying to be a goof or whatever. Um, <laughs> Though it does help with that, too. Not a fashion statement. It's not a fashion statement. Yeah. Well, it is a fashion statement. I have no <laughs> sense of fashion. Statement and about something. Yeah, something yeah. else. Um, I actually wore Birkenstocks when I did my brother's wedding. Because he said I needed to wear brown shoes. <laughs> and I looked and the only pair of brown shoes I had were Birkenstocks. Oh, that's good. And a certain person I'm married to, I don't want to name her to mm-hmm. save her uh, embarrassment, but... Uh, she said I could not perform a wedding in Birkenstocks, and so I had to run it by my brother, and he said it was fine. So it was fine. I was also the best man in that wedding. I was the officiant and the best man. All that to say, the Birkenstocks phase is not over. It's okay. just hibernating. It's alive and well, but yeah, hibernating. Thank you. And summer's just around the corner, so maybe we get a Birkenstock team. Maybe so. All right. Well, thank you, Michael. I appreciate your time. Thanks for for sharing with us, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Certainly. Well, thanks again, Michael. This week's song is another one new to our ears. The song is titled Upright and is written and sung by Landry Taylor. Here's Landry. Hello, friends. This is Landry Taylor, and I'm so excited to get to share a song that I wrote with you. Uh, It's called Upright. It's brand new, and it's really ultimately a song about wanting more of God and less of ourselves. Uh, It comes from a place of one part longing for him to come in and 
enter into the messiness that comes from trying to do life without him. And uh, another part, just praising him that he does. And he loves us and cares for us and intercedes despite us trying to do it all on our own. So, alas, here's Upright. I hope you enjoy it. Lord, I falter, inviting trouble right up to my door. Oh, my Gibraltar, I don't want to go on without you anymore. Because your goodness, oh, it holds me. Your goodness, oh, it holds me upright. Your goodness, oh, it holds me. Your goodness, oh, it holds me upright. Oh, have mercy. These folks got their own folks on down the road. Lines are blurry. And I'm losing sight of where I need to go. Show mercy, oh, it holds me. Oh, mercy, oh, it holds me upright. Your mercy, oh, it holds me. Oh, mercy, oh, it holds me upright. Sweet mercy, keep on holding me. Sweet mercy, keep on holding me upright. Yeah. Sweet mercy, keep on holding me. Sweet mercy, won't you keep on holding me through the night? Just when I am in need of a friend I need you I need you every moment up to the end Cause your goodness, oh, it holds me Your goodness, oh, it holds me upright Your goodness, oh, it holds me Your goodness, oh, it holds me upright Your goodness, oh, it holds me Your goodness, oh, it holds me upright Oh, your goodness, oh, it holds me Your goodness, oh, it holds me Once again, amazing. Thank you, Landry. This week we have another reading from C.S. Lewis, and this time it's from The Silver Chair, the fourth book published in his Chronicles of Narnia. This excerpt is from early in the book. It's shortly after the character Jill has arrived in Narnia for the very first time. She gets separated from her friend Eustace and wanders around the countryside and then grows very thirsty. 
This is where the reading will pick up. The reading for us today is a very big C.S. Lewis fan and the author of In Want and Plenty, Meredith McDaniel. The birds had ceased singing, and there was perfect silence, except for one small, persistent sound, which seemed to come from a good distance away. She listened carefully and felt almost sure it was the sound of running water. Jill got up and looked round her very carefully. There was no sign of the lion, but there were so many trees about that it might easily be quite close without her seeing it. But her thirst was very bad now, and she plucked up her courage to go and look for that running water. The wood was so still that it was not difficult to decide where the sound was coming from. It grew clearer every moment and sooner than she expected. She came to an open glade and saw the stream, bright as glass, running across the turf a stone's throw away from her. But although the sight of water made her feel 10 times thirstier than before, she didn't rush forward to drink. She stood as still as if she had just been turned to stone with her mouth wide open. She had a very good reason. Just on this side of the stream lay the lion. How long this lasted, she could not be sure. It seemed like hours, and the thirst became so bad that she almost felt like she would not mind being eaten by the lion if only she could be sure of getting a mouthful of water first. If you're thirsty, you may drink. For a second, she stared here and there, wondering who had spoken. Then the voice said again, if you are thirsty, come and drink. It was deeper, wilder, and stronger, a sort of heavy golden voice. Are you thirsty, said the lion. I'm dying of thirst, said Jill. Then drink, said the lion. May I, could I, would you mind going away while I do, said Jill. The lion answered this only by a look and a very low growl. The delicious rippling noise of the stream was driving her nearly frantic. Do you eat girls, she asked fearfully. I have swallowed up girls and boys, women and men, kings and emperors, cities and realms, said the lion. It didn't say this as if it were boasting, nor as if it were sorry, nor as if it were angry. It just said it. I daren't come and drink, said Jill. Then you will die of thirst, said the lion. Oh dear, said Jill, coming another step nearer. I suppose I must go and look for another stream then. There is no other stream, said the lion. And as usual, we will close with a psalm. Psalm 42, read today by Davidson College Senior, Andrew Pipers. Psalm 42 from the English Standard Version. As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God, with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil with me, within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me. 
Therefore I remember you, from the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. And as we close, I encourage you to go trusting that our fears, our hungers, our anxieties, our longings, these and all of our many thirsts draw us closer to the stream. They draw us closer to the well of life, Jesus Christ. Go in peace. Well, folks, that wraps up another episode of Midweek with LFCD. We'll be back next Wednesday with more good stuff. We hope you'll join us then. Have a good week. Gotta get your midweek. Yeah, 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 yeah.